It was just announced. There was no collusion with Russia. The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. There was no collusion with Russia. There was no obstruction and none whatsoever. And it was a complete and total exoneration. Even though special counsel Robert Mueller's 22-month investigation is now over, in many ways the political battle is just heating up. While we don't know the full extent of the findings, we do know President Trump declared victory after the report found insufficient proof that he or anyone from his campaign colluded with Russia. The reality, of course, is a bit more complicated. This is TikTok. I'm Andrew Mock. Joining me today is Bloomberg White House correspondent Shannon Pettypiece from Washington, D.C. Shannon, thanks for coming on. Thank you. So let's get into what's happened so far. Uh, it started right before the weekend with the classic Friday news dump that Robert Mueller had submitted, submitted his report to Attorney General William Barr. We heard over the weekend that no new indictments were going to come out of it. And we, we know that Barr delivered his summary to the, of the report to Congress yesterday. Now, what else has all happened? Well, now sort of the ball is in Congress's court. Um, the Democrats need to determine how um, much they're going to push forward uh, with wanting to get the full details of this report released and if they want to try and um, pursue any of uh, this investigation. Now, while Mueller found there was no um, evidence of coordination or cooperation between the Trump campaign and Russia, uh, he didn't make a judgment on the question of whether the president sought to obstruct justice uh, by interfering in the investigation. Um, he actually bar quoted Mueller as saying that the report um, does not conclude the president committed a crime. It also does not exonerate him. So that left open a bit of a window for Congress if they wanted to pursue their own investigation to whether or not uh, the president obstructed justice and reached their own conclusion um, as to whether he did. So let's zero in on that line of the report that it also does not exonerate him. We saw, of course, that Trump almost immediately declared this as a victory for him, but it's not really a win for him, is it? Well, he did get some exoneration because in the next paragraph of Barr's report, uh, Barr goes on to exonerate him and says that he and the deputy, the deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, uh, both concluded uh, that there was not enough evidence uh, to establish that the president had committed obstruction of justice. So um, with Mueller not reaching a conclusion there, the attorney general, it seems, took it upon himself to step in uh, and make a determination on his own. Uh, Congress and Democrats can argue, though, that that is not the attorney general's decision to make. It is uh, the Congress's decision to make. And that's why there is the impeachment process, because if there is uh, evidence or question that the president committed the crime, Congress is there to go through the impeachment process, not the attorney general. So let's let's get into the collusion aspect of, of the report. We know that Trump tweeted no collusion at least, you know, 50 times throughout the course of the Mueller probe. He said it basically any time he had a camera on him, even though the investigation did expand into those other areas like obstruction of justice and Russian election interference. Do you think this was a concerted strategy to keep the focus on collusion rather than those other potential offenses by the president? No, I don't think there was much of a strategy here. Uh, the lawyers tried to have a strategy, um, but you know the president really sort of drew out this investigation and and made it sort of more um, you know brought more attention to it than he needed to in a lot of ways, um, and so did his advisors. Um, you know his actions around the firing of Comey, how it was handled, and comments he made afterwards, uh, his attacks on the Justice Department, his private deliberations about wanting to fire the deputy attorney general, wanting to fire Mueller, um, all 
sort of fed into this um, concern about obstruction of justice. Then his advisors, um, Michael Cohen lying about the timing of the Trump Tower meeting, um, you know, Manafort lying about giving polling data to Russians, um, uh, you know, the sort of list goes on and on about the different, you know, Roger Stone lying about communications with WikiLeaks also all fed into this narrative about collusion. So if there was a desire to sort of have this focus be on collusion and not obstruction, uh, you know, the, the president sort of failed at that and wasn't able to keep on that strategy. Yeah. Um, two of the things I find striking about the whole investigation, one, is that Mueller never questioned Trump directly, right, throughout the entirety of the investigation. And, th- and the second is that Mueller didn't actually reach any of these conclusions about whether Trump committed any obstruction of justice offenses. Instead, he left the final call up to, as you said, to Attorney General Barr. Mm. Do those two things matter? I mean, can, can we know the full truth without having Trump on the record? And is Barr truly a neutral observer here? Um, a lot of times prosecutors don't get to interview a target of an investigation, and they have to reach a conclusion without that. Uh, it is unclear um, how Trump's answers could have changed um, Mueller's outcome at all. Um, you can presume the president would have said what he said publicly, that he did not obstruct investigation, that he fired Comey because he didn't like him, um, you know, on and on, various talking points we've already heard from him. Um, you know, the president's ma- lawyers um, mostly made an effort to keep him from being questioned directly in person by Mueller because they were afraid he could put himself in additional legal jeopardy, either by inaccurately answering a question or um, by, you know, basically having one of his answers contradicted by another witness. So uh, they also, though, submitted questions, uh, answers to questions in writing, uh, but they did not answer any questions on obstruction, again, because they, w- they were not convinced that his answers would not be contradicted by another witness, um, mainly Comey. So that was a strategy they stuck to. It appears to have worked out for them. Um, and, you know, sort of on Barr reaching this, uh, you know, Mueller not being able to reach his conclusion, I think we still don't know whether or not that would have been affected had they been able to get actual testimony from the president. I want to shift to Congress now. As you, as you mentioned, we know that the Democrat-controlled House is going to try hard to get access to the full report. Congressman Jerry Nadler is trying to set a date to get William Barr to testify to the House Judiciary Committee. You know, after a 22-month investigation, I imagine that many Democrats were hoping for a smoking gun. Is there still that possibility, or were they hoping for too much here from Mueller? Well, Nadler has said that just because something doesn't necessarily meet the Justice Department's standards for a crime doesn't mean it wouldn't meet uh, Congress's standards for impeachment. So Nancy Pelosi has come out and, you know, she said that impeachment is not something the Democrats want to pursue. Um, but it is still a path that they could go down. And it just, again, Congress is its own um, branch of government, and it does have, you know, the ability to impeach a president. So um, politically, it is probably not going to be the best strategy for the Democrats to continue chipping away at this. Uh, But if they want to, to sort of appease certain elements of their base, uh, they certainly can. And I think, um, at least as far as making the report public, whether or not they do anything along the lines of impeachment with that, I I don't think they will get much negative blowback for trying to make the report public. And you also have a lot of Republicans who want the report to be made public because they think it will further exonerate the president. So taking a step back to the broad strokes of this chapter of the Trump presidency, 
does this matter? I mean, in some ways, it seems like the Mueller probe was never going to be the thing that could take Trump down. And to me, some of the reaction seems very predictable in that whatever you believed before the investigation is what you're going with now. Uh, there are issues that have been weighing a lot more on voters' minds for months now, um, health care, the economy, um, where the Russia investigation ranked was pretty far down on that scale. When you saw Democrats in the midterm election, um, where they did really well in taking back House seats, they kept the focus off impeachment and the Russia investigation and on things like health care and jobs and the economy, affordable college education, those type of issues that play well for them. So uh, this was not going to be a big um, selling point for the Democrats in 2020. They have other things they want to focus on. Um, as far as whether or not it could have led to impeachment, I think that was really any, anyone's guess. I think no one had any idea. The you know FBI began this counterintelligence investigation, which turned into a criminal investigation um, after the firing of Comey and the way the president handled that. Um, a special counsel was appointed, and so that's how we got to where we are. And um, it was certainly something that the Justice Department felt was needed to be investigated. All right, that's all very good to know. I've been speaking with Shannon Pettypiece, who's a White House correspondent at Bloomberg. You can follow her on Twitter at SPettyPI. Shannon, thanks for speaking with me today. Thank you. And I'm Andrew Mock. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew J. Mock. And as always, get all of your news updates 24-7 at TikTok.